The Business Buzz Podcast. The Business Buzz with Mob Justice and Onke. Welcome back. This is the Business Buzz right here on VOW FM 88.1. It is the last Thursday of the month of November, which means that it is our last show. Do you, do you feel some type of sadness? A, a bit, actually. Yeah. Or, or are you happy? Are you secretly no. <laughs> happy? <laughs> no, I am sad. I'm actually going to miss the show and I'm going to miss the building. Yeah. I'm going to miss everyone. Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, never fret because, you know, on our last show, uh, we have an incredible guest mm. because it is our brand new heavy uh, for the month of November. That's uh, uh, the time of the month when we look to celebrate a young person in South Africa, 35 mm. years and below, who is doing the things. Yes. In their industry, in their profession, in their field, you know, out there, whether that's science, technology, uh, clothing, we've had presenters, we've had cooks, we've had uh, everything, everything, right? And mm. today we're going to be with our interesting guest who actually has an app, a website, a YouTube channel, mm. and it's all around wildlife. <laughs> Why are you whispering it like that? <laughs> I feel like it was just, you know, the way that I wanted to, you know, introduce it. But mm. uh, definitely make sure you keep in touch with us on social media. Tell us uh, what you think of the show. And after we introduce our guests, tell us if you've been on the site or if you are one of the many mm. hundreds of thousands of people that have viewed one of their videos. You can keep in touch with us on social media. On Facebook, it's Vow FM Voice of Vids and the Business Buzz. On Twitter, it's at Vow FM and our hashtag is hashtag Business Buzz. On WhatsApp, it's 084-078-4912. You can also stream the station live on www.vowfm.co.za and podcasts of the Business Buzz show are available on journalism.coza. It's time for us to get into our brand new heavy for the month of November. Mm-hmm. And this month we have the privilege to be in studio with Nadav Driver, who has built one of the biggest YouTube Ooh. followings in South Africa right now with his uh, real-time animal spotting wildlife website mm-hmm. and his YouTube channel. And you can actually go there and see. Um, I know that on YouTube they're called Kruger Sightings, yes. but their website, they are Latest Sightings. Mm. And I know that they have an app as well. And we're going to be talking to this phenomenal young man Mm. about what it means to be a young entrepreneur. And he's actually our youngest Mm. brand new heavy for the year. Yes. So we are closing it off with a bang, people. Like we are keeping, saving the best for last, I'd like to think. I'm actually in admiration uh, Mm. for today because... The fact that they have built a community around YouTube is something that's dear to me because I operate a lot on YouTube. I think I operate like about seven YouTube channels at the moment. (laughs) But the fact that they have more than 500 million views Mm. on their YouTube channel and uh, more than 400,000 subscribers. I actually have it open right now. Mm. And at the moment, they're sitting at 582,000 subscribers that are there. That's more than half a million people. Mm. And if you don't know, in in the digital economy, Mm. right... YouTube, I believe in YouTube, 100%. He's like a YouTube <laughs> fan, a super fan. <laughs> so, welcome to Nadav. How are you, Nadav? 
I'm good. Thanks so much for for inviting me. Mm, mm, Thank mm. you so much for joining us. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe uh, I'm on the last show for the year. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> very exciting. I hope everyone's uh, excited for the holidays. You know. Yeah, they must be. <laughs> in our in our research, mm. we can credit Onke with with this one. Um, we know that your nickname is Google McDuff. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from? So that's a that's a pretty interesting way to start. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, ever since um, I was like eight years old and uh, I started falling in love with wildlife, I, you know, I looked at people who were part of that industry, and uh, one that stood out for me was a guy called Kingsley Holgate, and he's yeah. a humanitarian, he's an adventurer. Mm. Um, I always looked up to him, and even in grade six, I had a project to do on. Oh, my hero, you know, mm-hmm. everyone was choosing, you know, Nelson Mandela and people like that. And for me, I chose Kingsley Holgate even when I was like, you know, in grade six. And through later signings, you know, we've done a lot of amazing work in terms of supporting the Kruger Park and different mm-hmm. game reserves and raising, you know, funds or whatever for, for the people in need in those areas. And because Kingsley Holgate is a humanitarian, mm-hmm. he actually picked up on the fact that we were doing this and he thought it was amazing and he. Wow. He looked into later sightings mm. and what was it about, and he saw, you know, I was like 16 at the time or whatever, um, and he invited me to go on one of his expeditions. Um, oh, wow. You know, for, to do what he's known to, what he's known for and to, to be a part of why I looked up to him. And so where we went to was the Kruger Park. He had mm. planned the whole expedition to be around the Kruger because I knew it so well. Yeah. Um, and on that expedition, you know, it was my task to create awareness for the expedition, Um to obviously help with the giving of stuff mm. and then most importantly was to help with sightings and to help people you know who are part of the expedition who are also in the park see a lot of animals and and so he kind of thought I was uh, I was like Google of the bush you know <laughs> because I knew where all the animals were and yeah. so he used to call me Google all the time and and my name is Nadav um, but he can't really say the word V so he ah. always used to say Nadav Nadav oh. so he just ended up calling me Google Nadav you know because uh, nice. because of how much I was like kind of part of the expedition but it was, it was an amazing amazing experience and, and also till this day only he can say it properly you know mm-hmm. only he has that voice where he can For say go- Google MacDuff like properly you know what I mean yeah. uh, no one else can top it <laughs> and, and just judging from the way that you just you know told us that story you sound very passionate about mm-hmm. what you do so as we actually now get into our discussion mm-hmm. how have you been able to actually persevere into turning your passion into something that that's actually a fruitful business. Well, I think the biggest part of what you just said is that's my actual passion. You know, yeah. uh, I actually just came from the Kruger Park yesterday uh, and I spent four days waking up three in the morning every single day, you know, yeah. and for most people, they can't even wake up, you know, easily. Where for me, I, I love it so much that it drives me, you know, and uh, I've been in love with the game reserve and wildlife since I was eight years old mm-hmm. um, and it's just been growing ever since. And so when I started this community, I never started a business, you know. I kind of just wanted to help myself see more animals by allowing people to share what they've seen in real time um, with the location so I'll know where to go. And that's kind of all I wanted to do. Um, And then because that grew out of me still being passionate about it, just made it easy, you know. It was was never hard work, even though technically it was hard work, Mm -hmm. but it never felt like work. And so eventually when, you know, we still right now are trying to turn into a business, um, I kind of persevere because I love it so much and you know it's it's for me it's so much fun sharing amazing videos of wildlife <laughs> and, yeah. and looking at photos of, of lions every day and other people have 
the ideas and the passion, but they lack the basic skills of running a business. You understand? At a young age, more especially. How did you jump this hurdle? So it's something that I'm I'm also tackling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a, a BCom adverts part time mm-hmm. because I found that at 15 you have no knowledge about anything about mm-hmm. business. You yeah. know, all I knew was that I loved animals. That's about it. Um, but having a team of people that I have to pay every month type of thing and, and I have to make money and mm. stuff like that it's something that um, it's not that easy in fact that's the most difficult part of business and you know I, I still don't know a, a lot about it you know and so that's yeah. why I, I'm, I found that okay I needed to know a bit about law I needed to know a bit about accounting and stuff like that which is yeah. why BCom helps a lot but in general what makes sense is usually what's right and, and your gut feel is a lot of what's right so even though I was 15 I didn't know that much I kind of knew in general the the, the aim and the direction I wanted to take mm-hmm. um, which helps a lot and I think most people will have that intuition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kindly tell us more about the initial business your initial business model and mm-hmm. how did it develop yeah I'm also so, Sorry, no, I just need to interject on this because it's something that we were very interested in because we first found out about Nadav because he was featured at a thriving under 35 summit. Mm. And one of the things he spoke about when he was talking in this presentation is that they've come up with a business model where they actually um, have people who film animals on their own who then submit to them and then they're able to then promote uh, people's videos and actually are able to share revenues with them. So I thought that was an amazing business model. So I'm very interested in this. Yeah, one. so I mean, in terms of the business model, even for us, we're still kind of, you know, <laughs> learning about it and understanding yeah. it yeah. Uh, because we're in such a new field, you know. Um, technology and wildlife have never really gone together. And so this is really the first time that it has. But initially what the business model was about, you know, it was I wanted when I was in the game reserve to have a better time and better experience and help others also have a better time and better experience by seeing more animals. And so initially what the community was about was about letting people join the app or use our Facebook page or whatever to Mm. share what they're seeing in real time. And Mm. and eventually certainly what we saw is that, you know, if I told you where a lion was, Um, that's the most difficult part of seeing something incredible with a lion is actually finding the lion. So if you now know where it is, you go there and you just sit with it. Eventually, when we have thousands of people doing that, one of those times a lion is going to do something unbelievable that's never been seen before. And so what we found was that we're helping so many people see so many different things that so often they would actually take a video of the animal doing something incredible, whether it's a lion or an elephant or an impala. Um, and then they would send us those videos just to share and we would just you know share it on our Facebook whatever but we're on all these social platforms that I slowly learned that we must use social media and social platforms like Facebook and YouTube for what they're designed for and so when we got amazing videos the only place I could think of and I'm sure everyone else to share videos is on YouTube and so what we would do is we would take those videos put them on YouTube and they actually slowly went uh, went viral by reaching millions of people and YouTube started with their uh, earning program where if a video did well we would earn revenue out of the ads on YouTube mm. yeah. and so immediately when I saw this you know I knew that it wasn't only my videos let's, let's share the revenue with the people who are filming it um, so that they can earn and we could just learn very well uh, you know 
how to make things kind of go viral. And so that's kind of the business model where right now, you know, people will send in amazing videos. We'll put it, you know, on YouTube. But what's really exciting, it's not only YouTube now. It's also yeah. we have deals with news agencies around the world. So we'll have people, um, you know, in London, America, uh-huh. Japan, buying our footage and actually licensing it from us. So it's a lot more than, than just the YouTube ad revenue. Um, and it's not really predicated on views where YouTube is. And so at the moment, people who, who will send in videos can, can share in the revenue that we help generate. And we've had some really amazing success stories where um, a, a pensioner has earned a quarter of a million rand We've had a lot of people just earn like 50, 60,000 rand. Mm. We've also had some people who've earned like 100 rand, you know. But, Uh um, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to just send us a video of what you're doing on holiday. And it's really amazing to see. Mm. That's amazing. And uh, continuing with the business model, we noticed that on your website you now have a tab for a store and their recommendations for accommodation in the Kruger National Park and all of that stuff. So does that mean that you've now started expanding the business model and can we expect um, different avenues to be coming up in the future? Yeah, so expanding, for me, it's more testing the waters in different places. You know, uh, every every second will reach 11 people on average. Um, you know, so I don't know how long this interview has been, but we've already reached, <laughs> like, you know, while we've been speaking, thousands of people. And so yeah. a lot of the people who watch our videos or are part of the community are always planning their trip to, to the Kruger or to a safari. They're always wanting to know where to go. And we found that a lot of the times they ask us where they should stay. And so we thought, you know, we'd like to work with different lodges around the park where we've stayed at and we've, re- we've really enjoyed and where we know the sightings are great so that if people ask us, where, where can I stay if I want to see a lion or where can I stay if I just want to see elephants, mm-hmm. you know, or giraffes? And we can say, you know, with statistics, if you stay at this lodge, 100% of the people stay here see a lion or something something like that. And so we'll recommend a few lodges. Um, the store is kind of, you know, like the standard merchandise. You know, we have magnets and, you know, we're starting out with shirts just now. But, you know, that's like a standard, <laughs> nothing really exciting there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're trying and testing the waters in different places. And as a young person, I think this is the most interesting question. How do you run your business and manage everyone? Because most of them will be older and you'll be younger. But mm-hmm. when it comes to running the business in general, the day in and day out, how do you manage to balance all of that? So, you know, with doing vits at part-time, that's mm-hmm. kind of the night classes, which makes it difficult because there's always a lot of work to do for, for classes, you yes. know. Um, but I always said, you know, I, I, I don't really have business hours or working hours per yeah. se. But I'm always online. I'm always at the office. Um, and it's kind of, I'll follow what they do and I'll help manage it. And, and I'll guide them as to how I would have done it or, or whatever when I was doing it solely, when I was the only person running running the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the whole, you know, there's not, you know, there isn't so much that I actually have to manage in terms of the staff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do is, you know, they have their job and I have my my part and uh, I kind of just stick to mine. Obviously, always keeping a lookout if, you know, making sure the sightings and the community is ha- are happy. Um, but the more difficult part is actually just balancing um, work with, with the studying as opposed mm-hmm. to um, running running the, uh, the staff and the company. And most people who are running their own businesses um, have 
background, like you mentioned earlier, a BCom or a diploma or a business management course or things like that, and you're still in the process of getting to that qualification, do you find it difficult that you don't possess the on-paper qualifications yet? Um, I find it difficult, you know, personally, mm. where where I actually, you know, I'd like to know a lot more things about, like, uh, the running of a business and mm. the industry standards in a way, you know, where I also don't want to be told how to run my business, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, by, by a book, you mm. know. Um, but but definitely, I, I do feel it, and that's why I'm doing the course. Uh, but I also have, you know, my... I've got family and uncles yes. who are also like business mm. people um, and I, every day I'll ask them, you know, for tips and stuff like that. So I'm never really alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but most on the whole, it's, it's actually me. But in terms of on paper and actually using the, the qualification, yeah. I've never needed it. Uh, I've never applied for a job. I've never had to go into a meeting mm-hmm. and have to explain, well, before I start, I have a BCom, I have this degree or whatever. It's mm-hmm. more... I've, I've accomplished, you know, uh, you know, I'm not running a big, massive business, you yes. know, but I'm running something that's, you know, that's slowly getting there. It's mm. growing. We reach a lot of people. We have hundreds of thousands of people who are following us. And, mm. and usually in a meeting or whatever, that's all I really even need, you know. It's yeah. the fact that I've actually done it. I mean, I've had, I've had people who run hundreds of millions of, of rands per year businesses come and ask me about how to do a Facebook or how to do a YouTube or how do I do this or whatever and they're coming to me uh, you know a 20 year year old you know who doesn't even have a degree um, so in that in that instance um, I've never I've never felt like it's a it's a hurdle or, or you know that I, that I don't have a degree on paper so how do you then strike the because you are working towards a degree now mm. so how do you strike that balance between being there for the business and being there for school so for me the business always um, always comes first you know <laughs> uh, but I try and do the time management you know I try yeah. to keep up to date um you know, every every week type of thing. It's hard. You know, I'll sometimes miss a week, and I'll be a week behind or whatever. But I try, I try and do my best. I do a lot of home studying if I do miss a lecture, mm. um, and home studying or self study, I, I find for me works the best. Um, I, I I find it difficult to sit and listen to a lecturer, um, and and I love doing that. So even maths, I, I'll just teach myself the whole syllabus basically, and then. You know, while still going to lectures, but yeah, it's kind of just time management. Um, but all in all, uh, the business always always comes first because uh, people are relying on me, and mm-hmm. and it's also I, I love it much more than university study. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> what I love to do. Huh. This huh. actually reminds me of what he said to me at one point: is like just start. Yeah, no, so yeah. It doesn't matter if you have this <laughs> or if you have that. If you yeah. have that one idea and you have that passion, you can just start. But if yeah. you also, if you have that passion, mm. it won't. It won't be a conscious thought of just start. You yeah. you would you would do it. Yes. You know what I mean? You would yeah. just have already started it because because mm. you love it so much. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, it's not a it's not a decision. You know, mm. for me. Uh, when I thought of this idea, y- you know, I, because I love wildlife so much and I suddenly saw a, a way of actually seeing more animals. Like, mm. you know, for me, it was like a split second of like this, this adrenaline of like, yes, I found it. I've got this <laughs> idea. And I just already, I'd already started it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I already registered the Facebook, the YouTube and stuff like that. It wasn't like, okay, I, what's the market? You know, what's this or what's yeah. that? Yeah. It's kind of like, I loved it so much. And even if it failed, you know, it didn't matter because, you know, it would have helped me see animals and that's all I wanted, you know? You did it. And that's all I still want. <laughs> and on that bombshell, 
Uh, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll be back on the other side of this and just get more of an idea of what it's actually like to work at latestsightings.com. And then we'll be back with a bit of a quiz. Our quiz master is in the building. Yes. She's uh, right and ready to just uh, test our knowledge. <laughs> it's a business buzz versus Nadav. Uh, but otherwise, uh, keep it locked. We're in studio until 7 p.m. This is the business buzz.